It's time for the Ship Report, the show about all things maritime. I'm Joanne Rideout. It's Thursday, January 21st, 2016. We have 18 vessels on today's Columbia River ship schedule. In our marine weather forecast, we have a small craft advisory for winds and for hazardous seas, in effect, through this evening. And today we're going to talk about the U.S. Navy's Great Green Fleet, a fleet of warships uh, that were just deployed this week. They are sailing the seas powered with biodiesel fuel. So we'll talk about that in just a minute. But first, a look at our Columbia River ship schedule for the day. Four inbounders, seven in the Astoria Anchorage, and we have seven outbounders heading downriver and out to sea. Our first arrival in the river today is the Sheila Ann. She's a bulk carrier arriving from Mexico, headed for Rainier uh, to the U.S. gypsum plant there opposite Longview on the Columbia. She will uh, pass Astoria around 8.30 a.m. You might see her in Rainier around noontime. The Courageous Ace is a car carrier. She's arriving from San Francisco, headed for the Port of Portland. She has brand new Hondas on board. She'll pass Astoria around 10.30 a.m. and uh, arrive in Portland around 4.30 this afternoon. The Diamond Inda arrives from South Korea. She's headed for Astoria's Anchorage, arriving there around noon. And the Belle Etoile is arriving from Japan, also headed for Astoria's Anchorage, arriving there around 3.30 p.m. Also in the Anchorage, we have the Angelic Power. She's headed for Portland today at 1 a.m. We'll probably be at the Port of Portland by 7 a.m. today. That leaves the ADS Galtsund, the Kipros Unity, the Ocean Trader One, the Port Star, the Captain P. Iglesios, and the New Frontier. All those vessels are awaiting orders, which means they're sitting out in the Anchorage, and eventually they will go upriver up and pick up their own cargoes and head downriver like the next ships I'm about to talk about. Our outbounders today, the GH Power, heading out of Kalama, carrying corn, soy, or wheat, heading out about 2 a.m., maybe passing Astoria outbound early in the morning around 7 a.m. The the ATB articulated tug and barge rig, the Dublin Sea, is heading out of Portland. She's carrying refined petroleum, leaving around noontime, passing Astoria outbound, maybe around 7 o'clock this evening. And the ATB Vision is leaving Klatskanai with crude oil on board at about 2 p.m. You might see her past the downtown waterfront about 4.30 p.m. The Morning Christina is a car carrier leaving the Port of Portland with Hondas on board at about 2.30 p.m., passing Astoria outbound around 8.30 p.m. And the Daiwan Champion is a, a bulker leaving Vancouver at about 5 p.m., passing Astoria outbound around 11 p.m. The Marsden Point is a bulker heading out of Longview with Petcoke on board. She is leaving around 6.30 p.m. That would put her past Astoria outbound around 10 p.m. And the BTG Olympus is leaving Portland carrying wheat at about 11 p.m., passing Astoria outbound around 8 a.m. on uh, Friday morning. And in our marine weather forecast, let's start with a look at the Columbia River bar forecast for the mouth of the river there where it meets the ocean. Uh, We have seas 12 to 14 feet. They will um, reach 16 feet or so with breaking waves during those maximum ebb current times. So breaking surf on the bar then at the mouth of the river. We have one happening. We had one around 2.30 this morning and another one around 2.45 this afternoon. And overall in our marine weather forecast, we have south winds 15 to 20 knots gusting to 25, wind waves from the southeast 5 feet high at 6 seconds apart, and southwest swells 12 feet at 11 seconds apart, and rain remains in the forecast. Well, today I want to talk with you about an an article that I found on the gcaptain.com website. It's a great portal for maritime news. This is a story from Reuters. And it's all about something that I've been reading things about over the past few years about U.S. Navy ships actually running, conventionally running on biodiesel fuel. Not I've read about some experiments with it, but, but now there are some ships in the active um, duty fleet of the U.S. Navy that are running on 
uh, biodiesel. So I want to tell you about that. This is from that gcaptain.com article that is, is was originally from Reuters and reprinted there. So I'll read you a few excerpts from that. Navy Secretary Ray Mabus told Reuters the deployment of this green fleet is the next step in a fleet-wide effort that has seen the Navy cut its oil consumption by 15% since he took charge in 2009 and the Marine Corps curb its use by 60%. A focus on energy and energy-saving technology gives the U.S. Navy a military advantage, Mabus said. An amphibious assault ship, like, for instance, the USS Macon Island, which uses a dual electric diesel propulsion system, can stay on station three times longer than a conventionally powered vessel. Mark Kansian, an analyst at the Center for Strategic and International Studies and a former White House budget official, said the initiative is as much about environmental symbolism as cost savings or tactical advantage. Many congressional Republicans objected three years ago when the Navy sought and won support for defense subsidies to help three private firms build biodiesel refineries. With oil now selling around $30 a barrel, that skepticism remains. The Defense Department uses about 14 million gallons of fuel a day, with the Navy responsible for about a quarter of that, according to figures from the Defense Logistics Agency. When the Navy first tested biofuel versions of marine diesel and jet fuel in 2012, it spent eye-popping sums for small amounts. In one case, it paid $424 a gallon for biofuel based on algae oil. In another, it spent nearly $27 per gallon for 450,000 gallons of biofuel that was later mixed into a 50-50 blend. The fuel being used for the Greek Green Fleet deployment is a competitively priced blend of 90% diesel and 10% biofuel based on a beef tallow feedstock, Navy officials said. Currently, the Navy pays $2.05 per gallon, thanks in part to a subsidy of $0.15 per gallon from the Commodity Credit Corporation, that's a government-owned enterprise that supports farm products. To boost production of alternative fuels, the Navy has awarded $210 million to help three firms build refineries to make biofuels using woody biomass, municipal waste, and used cooking grease and oil. The U.S. Department of Agriculture is providing an additional $161 million in crop supports. And the Navy has plans to expand biofuel production, including uh, alternative jet fuel. And here's a quote from Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack um, regarding building aviation fuel biodiesel refineries. There's a huge market opportunity here if we can get the technology right. He said developing biofuel refineries for aviation fuel offered great potential for creating jobs in the U.S. rural economy. And that is from an article all about the Navy's Great Green Fleet, ships that are now operating on biodiesel. You've been listening to The Ship Report, the show about all things maritime. I'm Joanne Rideout. Thanks for listening. You can find a podcast of this program, The Ship Schedule, and lots of other information on my website at shipreport.net. Have a great day.